Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in March the 1st, 2020. It's been a bit of a mixed bag of a week. It started off well enough, but by the time Thursday and Friday came, I had eye strain. I was feeling the effects of seasonal affective disorder, so I slowed down by the end of the week. I didn't quite get achieved what I wanted to. I'm now about 12,000 words away from finishing my second draft of Blind Reset. Now, I think what I'm going to do is put that redraft on hold. I need to carry on with the Ravenglass Chronicles. So next week, I'm going to start working on The Devil, which is book 15. I have the first two scenes written for that. So I'm just going to carry on with that on Monday. Hopefully get a first draft ready by the end of the week. I feel like I really need to sort out my sleep patterns next week. I've been having trouble getting to sleep at night. I think this is partly due to the weather and just how there has been storms before the last three weeks. And there's another storm this weekend. So I've spent a lot of time indoors. Granted, I'm doing the school run, which means I'm walking about five kilometres a day, but that's not enough. So I think it's time to start getting up again at 5am. I've been getting up at 6, 6.30ish kind of time. I really need to sort out my morning routine again. I've got into a bit of a bad habit recently. So Monday is going to be the first working day of March. It's a new month, heading into spring. Hopefully the weather will start to reflect that because even when it has had the odd sunny day it's still been really windy so I just hope the weather calms down and I can get out more though based on the way that coronavirus is going who knows I have actually done a bit of prepping just in case now I know some people might laugh at this but we've basically bought extra food to last us for three weeks to a month something like that so a lot of pasta a lot of dry foods and tins and things like that If this ends up being just like SARS or swine flu or another disease that peters out, then great. We've got extra food that we'll eat anyway. If not, then I've seen what's happening in Japan, where they're closing down a lot of schools, a lot of events. What's happening in Italy, in Milan, where areas are in lockdown, supermarket shelves are empty. So I'm not going to be shamed into not looking out for my family. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty about it, so I just want to be ready. So as well as that, I have also applied for an assessment for something called an oxite prism. Now what this is, it's basically glasses that can help me with my visual impairment and it does things like increasing contrast between objects, improving peripheral vision and things like that. So I'm going to have a test, I'm going to see what it's like. If it's any good, I might have a look at getting them. I don't think they're going to be cheap because they're quite a specialised bit of technology. So if you think of it like the Google glasses that were out a few years ago, it's kind of like that but tailored towards visually impaired people. I'll see what it's like. Hopefully it'll be good and hopefully it won't be too expensive. And if it is too expensive, then hey, maybe I'll think of some fundraising ideas to do. I read a few books this week. I read a book called Egyptian Pyramids Revisited, which was an interesting take on some of the earlier pyramids. So the Great Pyramid of Giza and the Red Pyramid and things like that. And I think the author did a really good job of arguing that they weren't tombs and showed how they were deeply related to expressing numbers like pi and the Fibonacci sequences and things like that. So that was an interesting book up to a point, but then I felt that it had the oppositional attitude towards academia. So it did include phrases like, and this is the type of thing that academics would shove down your throat. I find that a real turn-off because I just think if you've done research, if you've got an argument, present it and leave it for people to make their own minds up. Once you start attacking people and throwing insults, then as far as I'm concerned, you've lost the argument. I also read the first in the Primark series, so this is part of the Warhammer 40,000 universe, epic sci-fi, over-the-top space opera stuff. I find the books very hit and miss in this series, so some of them I've really enjoyed, and 
their archetypal stories. They've got a great mythology, great world building. Some of the stories don't quite hit the mark. This was somewhere in between. It was basically a story about a military skirmish that went a bit awry. Didn't feel like there was much in the way of story. There was a lot of stuff happening, a lot of explosions, a lot of fighting with orcs, but it didn't quite do it for me. I also finished reading Mastery by Robert Greene. Now, I gave this book five stars. This book was excellent. I would highly, highly recommend this to anyone who is interested in developing a craft or becoming an expert in something. Now, what I found interesting about this was reading this book is I've realised that for the last decade, I've been on a course of mastery towards being the best writer that I can. I am still not there. I'm still in what you'd call the journeyman phase where I'm still acquiring knowledge. I'm still trying to get better. I'm reading books about psychology, philosophy, art, music, cultures, history, and of course, the craft of writing and storytelling from as many different perspectives as I can. And I've been doing this for years. This is all part of my journey towards mastery. I want to be able to write a story with ease. I want to feel confident in my ability. I'm still not quite there yet, but I am on that journey. It was interesting to read about the temperament of people who follow the path of mastery. And I thought, yeah, I recognise that. That's me. So it's this single-mindedness, this focus, this desire to know as much as I can and be as good as I can with my craft. So it's a good book. I've bought a book that I think is came to point to that called Range by David Epstein. It's on my to-be-read pile, so we'll see when I get to that. I am currently reading Operation Paperclip by Annie Jacobson. I'm about a quarter of the way through that. It's fascinating. It's horrific at the same time. So Operation Paperclip was the secret campaign by the American government to employ former Nazi scientists. And so the book's all about that. It's very interesting, very detailed research. One of those jaw-dropping books at times. And I am also reading the Bible, carrying on with the Old Testament. I am now on Leviticus. I thought I'd only read Genesis before, but I had clearly read Exodus as well. So I'm going to carry on with that, try and get through a book or two of that a week. This week saw the start of Lent. Every year I give up usually about three or four things over the period between now and Easter. This year I've given up chocolate, alcohol, cakes and bread. So hopefully this will be good for my waistline and of course keeping the self-discipline every day for the next month and a half. So if you've got any questions, email me. It's john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. My non-fiction books, The Stoic Writer and Podcasting for Authors, are both out now. So until next time, cheerio. Cheerio.